This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. We talked about a story about a guy named Job. And I think it's important that we get the fullness of the entire book. So I want you to come with me now, if you will, first, because we're going to anchor right here in the 37th Psalm. The 37th Psalm. Verse 23. You there? Psalms 37, verse 23 to 26. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds his hand. I have been young, and now I am old, yet I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his, de his descendants begging for bread. He is ever merciful and lends, and his descendants are blessed. Turn to your neighbor. Neighbor, my steps are ordered by God. Turn to your other neighbor. Neighbor, my steps are ordered by God. If you mean that, come on, thank him. Because the Lord, the Lord didn't have to do that for us. He, he, didn't, he didn't have to do that for us. He could have just left us out here uh, uh, to ourselves and, and, with, and with our smarts and, and been able to navigate the things of this world. But no, he didn't do that. He didn't do that. What he did was he set his providence loose in our lives. And your providence is set in your life. And so you have providence running in the, in the background. Uh, you you uh, computer technicians, you know what I mean about when a program is running in the background. Your providence, God's providence for your life was set before the earth was created. Amen? Before the world was created. It was set. There are some things that are going to happen for you and some of it in spite of you. But all to the glory of God. So, so, but your providence and the order that God has set for you is intertwined. It's intertwined. In other words, you can't, you can't have God's providence without having his, or, his order in your life. Are you with me? Are you with me? And why is that? Because, because, because when, we, when we get out of God's word, we stumble off of his order. Amen? So today I want to look at this. To see what happens when we stray from God's word. When we stumble out of God's will. Because when we do that, relationships get derailed. When we, 
when we think that, that well, I'm going to go my way, I'm going to take it down this road out of the will of God, then relationships start to, to derail. Marital relationships and parental relationships. Come on with me now. Amen, Walls. Because we as, a, we as a people understand that some of the most horrific things come to pass in our lives based on wrecked relationships. And the reason that those relationships got wrecked was because they got out of the will of God. See, I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want to have my relationship with my bride the way my daddy had my, his relationship with my mother because that was his relationship. This is mine. Amen. Amen. And, 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 so, and so you don't want to have your relationship with your significant other based on what your uncle and your auntie did. God's got something better for you than that. Well, I'm not talking down anybody this morning. But God has got something better for you than that. He does. He does. And the way you can, hold, the way you can grab hold to it and, and, and hold on to it is do, do, not, do not get out of the will of God. And that's why this morning we're anchored in the 37th Psalm. See, when you stay in the will of God, your chances of derailing uh, are reduced significantly. Amen? Anybody seen a, range, a, a, a train wreck? You, you know some marriages that are train wrecks, aren't they? Okay, okay. How about this? You know some straight relationships that are train wrecks. No ring involved, but just, just a wreck. And that's out of the will of God, and that's from the pit of hell because God wants us to have loving and nurturing relationships. Amen? Amen. 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 So this guy, Job, uh, on all of counts, was a good man. So follow me now into the book of Job, chapter 2. A few weeks ago, we did chapter 1. Chapter 2, verse 1. On another day, the angels came and presented themselves before the Lord. And Satan also came with them and presented himself before the Lord. And the Lord said to Satan, where have you come from? And Satan answered the Lord, from roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth on it. Verse 3. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There he goes again. There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright man who fears God and shuns evil. And he still maintains his integrity. Though you incited me against him to ruin him, Without reason. Verse 4. And this is Satan. Skin to skin, Satan replied, a man will give up all he has for his own life. But now stretch, your, stretch out your hand and strike his flesh and bone. And he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to him, very well, then... He is in your hands, but you must spare his life. So Satan went out in the presence of the Lord 
and afflicted Job with painful sores from the sole of his feet to the crown of his head. And took, so Job took a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself with it as he sat among the ashes. Verse 9. And his wife said to him, Are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. She goes, she, she says, she says, are you, are you still hanging on to, to your integrity? You've lost your home. You've lost your family. You've lost your money. What she was really saying is you lost our home, you lost our family, and you lost my money. <laughs> And so what does she do? She says, curse your God and die. Job's wife is Sittus, or Sittus. Her name has the same root as the word Satan in Hebrew, or Sota, unfaithful wife. And she is living up to her name by taunting her husband. She checked off the unfaithful wife box when she told him curse God and die now fellas if your wife tells you in response to some tragedy in response to some to some loss curse God and die you're in trouble. Cause, and Job was in trouble. And in a minute, I'm going to show you why he was in trouble. Because this was his wife. Now, and I want to, where's, where's the pastor of the young minister? Uh, there he is. I, I want to I thank that minister, this, this, this young minister for, to, for, to bringing this to your attention. Because what happened was, yes, Job did go out and offer up sacrifices for his children. He offered up sacrifices for his children because he was wealthy and they had big house and, the, and, and it was every child had a day that they could go up to the feast and have a feast and they would invite the daughters, the book says, they could invite the, the, the daughters or their sisters to come too. But Job was concerned that in, at, some, at some point while they're eating and drinking and making merry that they would say something wrong with regard to the Lord. Amen. And so what did he do? He went out and offered up, off, he, he, he offered up what? Amen. For all of his children. But we know nothing about him offering anything up for his wife. Amen, Walls. So before, before y'all throw, before we throw this wife off onto the tracks, you need to know that, there, that there's some culpability on, be, on behalf, on, on the part of this man here, on, on the part of Job, because there were some things, bless God, that he could have done for his wife, but he didn't. In fact, we found out a few weeks ago that he didn't really know God at all. Praise him. So here's a few principles for husbands and, and wives that, that illustrate the, the model relationship between Jesus and the Father. Husbands and wives esteem one another. Amen? Amen? 
John 8, 49, 54. Husbands express love for their wives through care, shared life, shared ministry. Amen? We have a wonderful example of that with our pastor and co-pastor. Amen? 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 Attentiveness. Guys, pay attention. Pay attention. Attentiveness. Wives express love for their husbands by being one by being of one will and purpose with them, by exercising authority trusted to them with humility and meekness, not striving or competing, but in a word, by showing respect in attitude and actions. John 4, 34, 5, 19, 39. Amen? See, there... See, the, the, the role model for, for relationships is the relationship between Jesus and the Father. And if you're in a relationship with somebody, it could be your wife, it could be your, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your, your, your friend. Okay, but it, it's platonic. It could be anybody. Your relationship with anybody should reflect the relationship with Jesus and the Father. Praise Him. Because if it doesn't, then it's going off the rails. It may not go off the rails today. It may not go off the rails next week, but it's going. Amen? It's going, it's going to go off the rails because it is what? It is out of the will of God. Psalm 119, 89. Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If God said it, that settles it. I don't care what the, your neighbor said. It doesn't matter what my mama said or what my daddy said. If the, if, the, if, the, if, if the word says it, that settles it. That ought to clear up all the confusion. You know, we go back and forth based on opinions and things that we've heard. Hear him. Amen? Hear him. Hear him. Because he's only trying to keep us on the rails. He's only trying to keep our relationships intact. He's only trying to love on us so that what? We can turn around and love on that person we're supposed to be having a relationship with. See, we can't look. I'm getting ahead of myself. You, look, you can't, you can't do for somebody outside of your house what you're not doing in, at home. Amen? I'll get to that later. Amen? Ephesians 5.22. .20, Wives, submit to your own husband as the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let wives be subject to their own husbands. Subject to, not subservient to. Did you get that, fellas? Because, because these sisters, these lovely ladies, these sisters that God give us, they're precious gifts. And we're supposed to treat them. We're supposed to care for them. We're supposed to pray for them. We're supposed to uplift them the way Christ uplifts his church. Amen? 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 Don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Verse 25. Husbands. Here we go. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Husbands, give yourself for your wives. Give it up. 
<laughs> Give it up, man. First of all, you got nothing without him. And he gave you her. That means you got nothing without her. Give it up. Love her. Look, love her. Kiss her. Cherish her. Shower her. Shower her. Yes. Yes. God give it. He didn't give it for you. He gave it for you to lay on her. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, praise him. Praise him. I'm trying to, I'm trying to help somebody this morning. I love this. He says, husbands, love your wife just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. That he might sanctify and cleanse her. Love this. That he may sanctify and cleanse her. Put a, put a pen right there. That he may sanctify and cleanse her. Guys, guys, hear me. Hear the word. Cleanse her with the washing by the word. Washing by the word. Don't complain about something that's not going right in your house. If you have not sanctified your wife. If you have not washed her with the word. Not with your word, fellas. But if you have not washed her with the word of God, hallelujah, hallelujah, wash her, fellas, wash her, wash her. Hey, I sat on the side of the bed and washed my wife with the word of God. I, 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 don't, say, I don't say what I say. I say what God says about her. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I got no words. I have no rap. <laughs> I have, I don't. I did at one point. Did I have one baby? Okay. <laughs> but I, but, but I've, got, I, I've got no game. I've got no game. But I got the word. Hallelujah. 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 I got the word. And my wife and your wife and your friend is deserving of no less than the word. Hallelujah. Fellas, wash her. God, wash her. Where do I go? How do I get that, Pastor? The Word. Start in the book of starting Psalms, right around 119. Amen. Wash her. Wash her with the Word. Say about her. Say about her what God says about her. Not what you think about her. Not what she didn't do for you or what you expected her to do. But no, say what God says about her. All times. All times. And just keep washing her and washing her. Why? Because you're doing what Christ and, and, and the Father has modeled for us to do. Amen? Amen? That he might present her. There it is. Hallelujah. That he might present who? That he might present her. Her. You're washing. You're sanctifying so that you can present that gorgeous wife. Hallelujah. Before the Lord. <laughs> Before the Lord. Precious is his word, church. Precious is his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fellas, we don't know how to do this. Come on. We don't. And, and, and the only book that we have, the only instruction book we have is the word. Amen? That he might present her to himself as a glorious church. Hallelujah. Not having what spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Ah, 
If you're washing your bride, if you're washing your relationships in the word, if you do that, if you are, then they will be without spot, without spot or blemish. Amen? Amen. I'm helping somebody. I don't know who it is. Don't raise your hand. Somebody in the doghouse, don't raise that hand. But I'm talking to somebody. So Job and his wife weren't the average folk in the, in the, in the tribe. Uh, she, was, she was a princess. And Job was a tribal leader. Her ministry was first to her husband, church. And second to the hearts of the people. His ministry was first, supposed to be first to his wife. And then to lead the people in righteousness. See, Job didn't have this word. Job didn't wash, didn't, did, didn't wash his wife in the word. He didn't because he didn't have it. But I tell you what he did know, he did know how to be a righteous man. God said so. He was a good man. God says so. But being good and being righteous stops short of being the husband that God's called you to be. So all you righteous husbands, all, all come on, all, 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 all you righteous husbands who you, you think you can buy a diamond ring and that's going to make things all right, got news for you. Got, got news for you. That ship's going to sink. Amen. Amen. It's not going to float. Why? Because like Job, like Job, he did everything, everything but wash his bride. Amen? But shower his bride. Oh, he sent out offerings. He sent out burnt, uh, burnt offerings for his children, for each one of them, because he thought that they were, that they were wayward. When they, got, when they drank, they got a little, little tippy. And he, he said, oh, i got to go up and, and offer up burnt offerings for my children because I, I don't want them to, to die. They died anyway. See, but he didn't, church, for his bride. Amen? He didn't have Ephesians 5. He didn't have it. But you do. You do. You've got the word of God. You, 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 you've got it. There is, there's nothing you can purchase on this Christmas. There's nothing you can put on your credit card. There, there is nothing you can buy for your, for your significant other that's going to be better than the word of God. Amen? And it's for free. Amen? Amen? Come on. Praise him. Praise him. I'm going I'm to help a bunch of homes this morning. Huh? <laughs> you're going to go out and you're going to purchase that thing and... And what, 36 months later, you're going to be still trying to pray for, pay for it. And she done forgot where it's at. <laughs> oh, come on. Amen, Walls. Amen. Amen. So here's, so here's, where, here's where we go with this. See, she actually, his wife, she actually had no ministry. Because the people knew that she disrespected and taunted her husband. They knew it. They, they knew it. But before you throw her over the rail, know that her response to losing all their money, their land, and their children, her response was to go out and make a living. 
How did she do it? She went out and sold her hair for three loaves of bread and gave them to Job. But eventually, she left. She left that man. The money was gone. The fame was gone. The family was gone. She left him and went and laid amongst the cows and died. Now, Job has lost the last member of his family. His, 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 his finances are gone. His family's gone. His fame is gone. And now the last member of his family is gone. His wife left him. She checked out. Well, what about his friends, Pastor Cole? I'm glad you asked. He had some friends. In fact, three of them came to, to be with him in his morning. Three came and sat down in the ashes with him and mourned and grieved with him seven days and seven nights. And after that, they began to speak. And they began to say stuff that was not of God. They began to, to ask him questions like, really, dude? Really? You, you sitting here uh, talking about you wish you had not been born? Uh, you wish that this hadn't happened? And why is this happening to me? And they, were, and they taunted him. But in the end, church, God rejected them. Be careful when you're in your time of trouble of so-called friends. Amen? I'm going to go somewhere here for a second. Because if, if your steps are ordered by God, know that everybody's not going to be able to go where God has taken you. Oh, come on, walls. So some of your friends, some of your friends, they're okay with you while you're where you're at right now. Oh, look, they're praising, they're praising your name. They're praising your name where you're at right now. But let, you, let God take you to another level. It's a whole nother thing. Because, look, relationships have a shelf life. Just say it. Pastor, how can you say that? I love my friends. I love my friends. Yeah, you love them, but you're the only one who calls them. They're not calling you. Come on. You, you, but I, my friends are, my, my friends are okay. I love them. Yeah, but, but you, you're the one doing all the reaching out. You always got to reach out to them. You always got to reach out to them. They never call. They don't return your call. This is my best friend. We were in school together. Relationships have expiration dates, church. Amen? Amen, Walls? They have, they have expiration dates. Guess what? Guess what? Joe's wife had an expiration date. How do you, why do you say that, Pastor? Why? Because God was taking his man, Job, the one that he talked to Satan about. Satan, have you checked out Job? Have you checked out Job? He's faithful. He's a good man. He's righteous. And God was taking Job somewhere. But in the midst of God taking Job somewhere, God knew where he was taking Job because of, 
because of the promise of God in Joe's life, that, that stuff that he lost was nothing. It was nothing. But to his wife it was. And when it was gone, she left him. Amen? Relationships have shelf life. Oh, come on. You go to the grocery store, go into the dairy section, when you grab a carton of milk, you check the expiration date, don't you? Am I talking to anybody here? It's not meant to set there forever. God has, has, has fresh relationships for you. Hallelujah. He's got, he's got fresh vistas for you to see, for you to taste and see how good he is. He's got some freshness for your life. And if you'll just stop hanging on to some old stale relationships, he'll walk you into those new relationships. Oh, God. And that's what God wants to do for you today. He wants that for you. In the end, God rebuked those three friends of Job. He didn't just stop there. He told, he told them to go get some bulls and bullocks and take them to Job and offer them up. And only Job could pray for them. Some of your friends, some of your relationships, you just going to have to pray for them and keep stepping. I'm trying to help somebody. You just go, you don't, that, that's, what, that's what he had, he had, he had Job pray for those three guys because they were out of the will of God. They were saying stuff that was not right about God. And he, and, and God was angry with them. He said, the only way I'm going to, the only way I'm not going to lease, lease my fury on you is if you'll take these bulls and bullocks and take them up and have Job pray for you. Have Job offer him up. Some of you, some, some relationships and some folk, you, you, you're just going to have to pray for and keep stepping. Why, church? Because your steps are ordered by God. Amen? Your steps are ordered by God. I, 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 know, I know it sounds, it sounds, it's tight, but it's right, church. Amen? 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 Your steps are ordered by God. Some relationships have expiration dates. They have a shelf life. But God's providence in our lives, just like his word, will accomplish everything he has called it to do. Amen? Amen? It will not return to him void. But you got, you got to stay in his word. You got to stay on the path. You got to not get derailed. You got to let go of some relationships, my God. You got to let some stuff go. And 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 let me tell you, on, 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 on the other side, on the other side of that, on the other side of those relationships, you'll see the sunshine. Hallelujah. Some of you all been in the dark too long. Amen. 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 Beloved, your steps are ordered by God. Not everybody's gonna be able to go with you. Amen. Not, not, not everybody's going to be you're not going to be able to take everybody with you you're not going to be able to take your cousin Skeeter you, you're not going to be able to take your, girl, your girlfriend from 
elementary school, but your steps are ordered by God. So, so don't belittle God over the losses in your life. He's bigger than that. He's greater than that. And his providence says, dictates that in the end, you win. Amen? In the end, you win. You win. You win. You're a winner. Turn to your neighbor. Neighbor, I'm a winner. Hallelujah. 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 You're a winner. Embrace it and walk in victory. God bless you. We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.